Yeah, it's simple. A lot of stupid ones like that don't mean anything, but... <laughs> Welcome to Practical Shooting After Dark. We're here to talk about shooting. Um, well, you guys know the deal. Uh, on deck tonight, we got Mr. Kim. Hello. Mr. Hopkins. Hi. Uh, so instead of doing the, uh, the normal topic roundup, we have fun stuff to talk about this week. Uh, and I'll read an email we got. Hey, guys, do you see the new rules for production division? What's this about? Modern flashlights uh blah blah blah. i mean all right so what, what do we think about the rule changes so before we talk about that matt what rules got changed so there's like i don't know there's like 10 things that got changed like three of them are kind of interesting that we'll probably talk about so they added some clarification on Hits being like struck wholly within a cardboard target, like if it can't be determined, it's a reshoot. They clarified two rules on that. Then they uh, then they changed a bunch of other rules. So, uh, real simple, like they do deleted some duplicate language in some section twelve point three. Don't know what that is. They this is an important one, like. Here, you'll, you'll understand why this is really important and why they did a change on this, right? So they increased the number of classifier stages allowed at a, at a level one match from six to eight. Okay. That That's is to get more revenue, right? I would assume so. They need their three bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Fully been really clear about that. So, yeah. Uh, another clarification on stacked shots. Irrelevant, honestly. Okay, and so that, appendix that D2 to D7. Item 14 was changed to, yes, must be functional. And you might ask, what is that, right? Item 14? That is flashlights. flashlights. So allowing flashlights in production and carry optics. Allowing flashlights in every division now. But, no matter but the what flashlight, division it is. But the flashlight has to be functional. It has to be functional, yes. So effectively, that is disallowing any flashlights that were mounted unfunctional and said they were frame weights. Now that is technically illegal. Okay. <laughs> so are we just you just want me to list all the changes? Yeah, I keep going. Uh, so. Appendix D4, 5, and 7. Item 12, remove reference to Appendix E3. This is holster and mag pouch position on the belt. So there's now no restriction on that, right? There's no restriction on where you can put your holster or your mag pouches on basically uh, production, single stack, and carry optics. Everything else, side. you could put it wherever you wanted. And I imagine the reason for this change is because they think ROs are too stupid to figure that stuff out. Well, I mean, we can discuss that. Like, I think mainly it's going to come down to people, like, people are going to say it comes down to allowing people to use appendix carry, right? And, like, an appendix holster in production division. Like, they right. want to shoot their but production I mean, or carry gun. That's fine, but, like, the reason that they don't have a restriction on the stuff, on equipment position is because they think ROs are too stupid to enforce those rules. I mean, let's be honest, that's been the attitude for a while. And that's, the that's same, a trend they've done lately, yeah. yeah. In the same it, rule change, there's another rule change that's reflecting that, uh, making the 
ROs uh, restricting the division a little bit easier. So one of the rule change was single stack weight change. Yep. Next one on yep. my list was they increase the weight from 43 to 45 ounces. I think this is pretty common sense. It's not like they didn't say, oh, 59 ounces for single stack. Do whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, I don't understand why they have any weight limit at all for anything at this point. Oh, in production carry optics, it makes no sense. If everything's legal, like, under the weight limit, why is there a weight limit? I, yeah, I, don't, I don't understand what they're trying to do. <laughs> for the 65-ounce gun that's not come out yet, I guess? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and then the, uh, the other changes, they're allowing magnets in all divisions now. Right. So now, so mag wait, let's put that into what it actually means. Now magnets are required in all divisions. Yes, 100% magnets yes. are required now. Mag magnets are now a requirement. Yes. So they've now taken it of, out of less, like, it is now harder to be competitive in the divisions because you have to buy more equipment. People argue flashlights are going to be mandatory now because they're considered frame weights and it'll help you shoot better and faster, all that. And also lighting in a low yeah, lighting, lighting shooting. I've seen a like there's advantage. posts out there people say like on ideal conditions like not frost proof in the, the sun and all that. Frost proof in the dark house maybe, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that that's an interesting thing with flashlights is now imagine putting in like dark stages. Yeah. You yeah, think that's so, going to happen, though? I don't know. I mean, probably not, but there's always one guy, right? So do you so now do you have to bring two holsters and depending on the match, if they have a dark stage, you put a flashlight on your gun or <laughs> not? And that some be, indoor uh, ranges uh, are dark ish. So one yeah. of my local indoor range, it will be definitely advantage to have that light on, especially iron sight shooters. Uh, so I saw a lot of chatter, a lot of people getting worked up about these rule rule changes online. Which, yeah, uh, there was a ton of talk on it, and it and it it swarmed the whole gamut. Like it was the whole gambit of, oh, people are whining because they're not relevant anymore. Oh, who's, who's yeah. not relevant anymore? The people that don't like the rules. I've heard that or like I've seen that meme posted out there. Oh. Well, <laughs> I mean, this is the track that USPSA has been on been on for years. Like hundred oh, percent. I have so, to say, none of this really surprised me at all. And um I think the only well, probably the most relevant thing to talk about is the the process for this, where it'd be like, Hey, uh why would you guys make these changes without even talking to anybody? You know what I mean? It'd be like, yeah, and I don't. Why I are you never requiring heard, magnets? So I crazy. never heard anybody ask like, or complain like they couldn't use their flashlight on their gun. No, it's like I never heard that argument. It's not. It's ne It's never been an issue before, but it will be an issue now potentially. But uh, you know, whatever. I mean, on a personal level, I don't. I don't much care. This is just like more of what I. I suppose I would expect to happen. Or I'm like, a, whatever. They're going to do what they're going to No, magnets are required now. Like, every online store sold out of magnets, like, that night, within hours of this rule being dropped. Mm -hmm. Of course. Um, there's many posts that are coming up on 
basically gaming with the flashlight as well. Oh, yeah. uh, for example, I saw a post about having a heavier, uh, heavier battery to increase the weight. So yeah, I looked into that. It's so an X three hundred weighs three ounces, right? The, this guy put a brass slug, like an outside of a smaller diameter battery. So it still lights up the same. It's not going to have the same like output or runtime, right? It still works. It's still functional. But he added like four ounces to the weight of the flashlight. It's now seven ounce light because they put a brass slug around a smaller battery. That's um, interesting. I guess. Is it? Is that the way we want to go, though? It's not the way I want. Like, I'm, I, I don't give a fuck. I mean, on a personal level, like, I'm not interested in doing any of this stuff. And then it's just like, whatever. Um, but that's just me. I'm pretty, I'm pretty turned off by USPSA lately. So whatever. If they're going to do what they're going to do. That's fine. It's you not think me. the flashlights are going to become mandatory? I don't know. Or I, d- I, don't, I, don't, I don't think mandatory. Because I, honestly, how much, if you're shooting like a Shadow 2, how much is a flashlight on there really affect the behavior of the gun? Not a lot. No, I mean, you're shooting minor anyway. It's not a huge deal, but, um, you know, probably. I actually just... don't see, I don't foresee the flashlights being a thing. The magnets 100% are. Well, the magnet, like, yeah. the, the, the I, I don't understand how requiring magnets got, got through a board meeting. Uh, honestly, I don't get that. So it's easy. Like, they're trying to dumb the sport down. They're basically moving they, they this sport. To. No, no, think about it. Like, they're moving this sport back to how it originally was. An open division and a limited division, right? Mm-hmm. Carry optics and open are getting closer than getting farther apart. Limited in production is getting closer than getting farther apart. And then we okay. PCC doesn't, like, they do their own thing. Right? Like, they're making the sport, like... I don't know. They're just making it where it's it's more like one division. So now there's no holster differences, no mag pouch differences in any division. You can use light in all the divisions, so that basically means they're all the same. Well, I don't know. Kim, would you say you're uh, happy about these changes or no? I definitely have some interpretation. But uh, I really wanted to share this before I share my personal interpretation. So I I think the measurement for our interpretation, whether you are in the leaderboard or board member or regular competitor, uh, we actually have something like a constitution of United States. We call it bylaw, USPSA bylaw. And Article 3 has objects and purposes. Mm -hmm. And I think everybody should know just this, this segment. I'm going to read it just really shortly. So number one object, to promote amateur national and international athletic competition. Number two, to educate the public of the benefits of practical shooting. Number three, to train range officers. Number four, to set forth rules and regulations for the conduct of practical shooting. Number five, to assist in safe, safely and fairly holding practical shooting contests. Number six, to set forth a system of under uh, auspices of the corporation that will train, develop, and qualify athletes to represent the United States in international practical shooting competition. 
And as we see this bylaw and the objects and purposes, there's a couple things that's repeated like athletic competition and athletes. So meaning like we consider it like a sport and also two things uh, spotting international competition twice. So promote international competition and also train, develop, qualify athletes to represent U.S. in basically saying IPSC, correct? Yes. And there are definitely this uh, kind of like a constitution where it, it should protect people's rights. USPSA also, when, they pe when people interpret the new rules or when the board members come up with the new rules, this is like the measurement. Like, does the new rule change fit this categories? And some of them I'm seeing definitely fits the international competition category, like train, develop, qualify. Yeah, they're doing a very good job qualifying with the qualification system, but train and develop for the international competition. Like the magnet stuff kind of makes sense because that's an international rule set. And some of the rules that are opposed to that, of course, like the carry optics production, international matches, the yeah, the hippon rule uh, exists, and also the flashlight is t completely against. And there, there were times where, like Ben mentioned earlier, that rule set change are something towards um, making the division rule easier, so the ROs doesn't have to reinforce or check in a way. But one or two things, actually, it says to train range officers. And then another one is to assist safely and fairly holding practical shooting contests. Some rule changes I've been seeing over time are not really about these two. About, uh, it was about changing, changing the division rules or competitors to help range officers to make it easier job rather than training range officers. And also, number two is educate the public of the benefits of practical shooting. Number four is kind of connected, set forth rules and regulations for the conduct of practical shooting. So in this kind of case, I'm not sure if bringing in the trend to the competition is necessarily good. So let me clarify a little bit. Um, some people were talking about, hey, now I can shoot with a flashlight, or hey, now I can shoot with appendix carry. That is false information. You were already able to shoot appendix carry in open and limited division, and flashlight, although it wasn't functional flashlight, people were using flashlights in open and limited division, or you are at least allowed. And I see some shooters actually use them. So it is not a good idea to mess with other divisions to make it all like that where you can compete with any gear you want in open and limited so you if you are wanting to play the game and have fun with it you can definitely go open and limited no problem you can use whatever gear uh, like the tactical gear too like i see law enforcement using different gears too those are allowed however the rationale being changing the rule for comp uh, production and carry optics to help the appendix carry shooters, for example, to be competitive, that's not the right way to go, in my opinion. Because first, it's not going to make you competitive, uh, even <laughs> if you do appendix carry. <laughs> but you already have the divisions that allow other people to use those gears. 
but now you're changing all, basically ruining the characteristics of other divisions where Hippon, uh, Hippon rules uh, exist. Yeah, um, no, that makes sense. Uh, like I said, I think the, the, the larger thing here is the, the, the process where, I mean, what the last five years, we, we've just seen rule changes happen. They don't talk to anybody. Rule changes they happen. They passed a bylaw change so they could do it more frequently. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> that tells you everything you have to know. Yeah, so it's like, I mean, it doesn't really matter what we think. Like, this is going to go the direction that they want it to go, which is, you know, mm -hmm. it's too bad. If, if they put some of this stuff out for public comment, they probably would have come up with better rule changes than what they what they came up with. Yep. Or um, none at all. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't... I. I didn't. I don't see a reason to uh, like get rid of the hip bone rule in production, for example. Like I don't. I don't think it's even like a relevant no, thing. The only reason they did that sense. is so ROs won't have to check. Right. That's. I mean, that's the mentality. Yes, that's obvious to me. Like yeah. the the appendix thing is that's bullshit. That has nothing to do with anything. So here you're gonna like this. So they got rid of the placement rule, right? But they did yeah. not get rid of the. The butt of the heel of the gun has to be above the belt, or the front strap has to be above the belt for single stack. Like they still have those requirements in where they have to check. It's like they went and like 65% of the way of making it easy, and then they're like, eh, we just forgot to add those in there. So next mm -hmm. go around, we'll adjust those. Well, good thing they changed the bylaws so they can adjust them more frequently. Yeah, they can do it next month. <laughs> well, whatever that's uh that's how it's gonna there go was like this. three other things i think we should just mention like yes during all this right mm -hmm. so there was three things that were brought up that were all like unanimously turned down and no no action was taken not even a vote or anything eliminating l10 division <laughs> they didn't even they didn't vote on it it didn't even come up to a vote like i guess they didn't get enough a second or something no, even no, because the they don't like they don't want um to have a roll call vote on that one right yeah <laughs> let me put it 15 that way. rounds in production was brought up no roll call vote no no second or nothing didn't even come up like didn't even come to a vote and then i think the now biggest that would actually, one and we've talked about that i mean that would be that's the sort of changes that that I think they ought to be discussing. It's the same yes. thing Kim argued about, though, right? Yeah. There, there's a place for them people to shoot already with their appendix carry with high cap nine mil. Yeah, it's called limited. Mm -hmm. I get it. And the 15 round rule is more valid according to the uh, bylaw objects and purposes. The last one is to train yeah. and develop qualified athletes for IPSC, international competition. All right, and what's the other change, Matt? So the other one, I don't know if you're going to know which one I'm talking about. This one was missed by a ton of people. I don't think this one got a lot of airtime, but in Troy's report, almost at the very bottom of it, he said, develop Action 22 rules and whatever endorsement, like the multi-gun endorsement for rules. Yes, so Troy is actively developing a 22 division 
or something, 22 action is what it was called, for some portion of USPSA. Yes. That's, again, not a surprise. <laughs> Think it's the right direction, though? Well, you know me. Like I don't give like I don't give a shit about shooting twenty twos. Like I'm not interested in that. Like for me, um, but uh, like I, I, if there's a way for them to work people shooting twenty two into matches, I'm sure they will do it because we got to get those uh, numbers up. Oh, there was one more. I forgot. Allowing single single action in Karyopics division. That was discussed, oh, yes. right? That was discussed, but same as the 15 round in L10, no vote or anything like that taken on it. No action. Yeah, that would be to get the staccatos in, maybe? Uh, I think there's a lot of, yeah, 2011 platform, 9mm slide ride optic guns. Yeah, there's a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we have that division in IPSC a long time ago called Modified? Yeah, and that was like the one time they that they successfully got rid of a division that nobody was shooting. Like the one There's time, actually we can't more people shoot that than revolver, and they still have revolver. Yeah, no, we our our board couldn't uh, couldn't get L ten to a vote. They couldn't vote on that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> whatever, guys. <laughs> so all the rule passing, like magnets and. And flashlights and all that were not all unanimously voted on either. There was con discon like there's people that voted no on some of the rules. Yeah. So it wasn't a straight party line vote. Go look if you really care, like your area director might have or might not have voted for the rules changes, you know. But you saw, I mean, the, the discussion on this uh, that I saw seemed pretty split online. Yeah. It was it was pretty like no one was like Eh, it doesn't matter. Like they were either like worst thing ever or best thing ever. It wasn't like down the middle hardly at all. I saw it was all very polarized. Uh, and, well, there you go. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure like I said, get way more members that you know they couldn't shoot their appendix carry Glock in carry optics because and now they're going to come out and shoot every match, right? What? No, that's what they did. Like they want to make it like open for those people to participate. They're going to come out. They're going to be setting up stages, running matches, you know, doing all that right now. Who is? All those people. The the what people? The, the the imaginary people that we're trying to placate to. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, of course the. <laughs> like the idea that people are like oh uh, if i can't shoot my appendix holster in production like i'm fucking out like i don't want to do this like i don't that's not a very big phenomenon there's not a lot of those people no it's going to be something else now they're like oh well i can't use my my carry magwell on it on my carry optics gun now so i'm not i'm not going to come out to shoot because i have shooting open so i'm not competitive okay, okay. all right fair enough then the next one will be they can't use their Roland special comp on there. So we'll, <laughs> we'll have comp, magweld, carry optics, appendix uh, division here soon. Yeah. Well, like I said, my 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 beef with this is procedural, but we've we've hammered them a lot over this. Like we're making making frequent uh, equipment changes 
uh, very frequent changes to the equipment rules and never never having a comment period or never actually having a discussion about it. Yeah, obviously. I mean, it gets us this where you're just like, yeah, I don't the know other thing was this was doing. a straight shot of IDPA. How? So, huh? How? So some club like put a like some person put a video up of a US uh, IDPA match where they were shooting appendix carry and like drawing on it. Yeah, but and, this like, was Joyce a, Wilson. I, this was a few months ago, right? Yeah, it happened with this year sometime. Yeah. But Joyce like made a big comment and like banned the person, banned the match director, banned the area coordinator, like and people are saying like this is the nail in the coffin for IDPA, but they did that themselves years ago, I believe. Yeah, IDPA has not been relevant in a long time. I don't, I don't, really, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know about that. Yeah, again, it's like if you're out shooting IDPA matches, the idea that um, a pretty, pretty small equipment changes in USPSA is like, oh yeah, that'll get me over there now. It's like, no, that's, yep. that's not real. <sighs> the thing right, is. When when new shooters join USPSA, uh, even if they were like, for example, shooting appendix carry only, uh, if they join USPSA, the first thing they they do is trying to figure out the division rather than they join it because of the division. Maybe open, maybe an exception, but usually they that's how it works. So far, I've seen when the new shooter joins. They bring their gear and ask people, hey, what division should I be shooting? Oh, you're appendix carrying, then you should open or limit it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, now that's the easiest like, way hey, to do it. We mm -hmm. need to get you a flashlight and uh, magnets and whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that same person is now going to show up and be able to shoot in production division. So they're going to be shooting against a dude that has a double belt, like drop offset double layer kydex holster with a flashlight on his gun gun that weighs 56 ounces and he's gonna think he's gonna be competitive against that because we now allow appendix carry in production division and carry optics well you don't seem that happy man doesn't make a lot of sense to me but I wasn't in the room, so I didn't hear all the arguments. I guess. Yeah, so. I'm sure. I'm sure it was a lively discussion about why we have to do these things. <laughs> Whatever. Um, cool. Let's uh, let's take a question and then we can uh, sign off this shit show. All right. Where are your eyes pointing when the beep sounds, and how does that tie into stage visualization? Who wants to go first on this one? Let's take the first part. Like, where do your eyes point before the beep sounds? Anybody? Whatever you want to do first. Like, where, like, you're looking at your first target or your first action. Like, if you have to open a door, I would be looking at the door handle. If you're going to, yeah. like, draw down on a seven-yard target, like, look at the target. I will say this, though. I, I kind of make a habit now of, like, looking at the ground or whatever. It's looking away, and as soon as I hear the beep, then I look up to the, the first target. Um... Because if I'm staring at a spot on that target for like 20 seconds, I find my vision getting lazy and I, and I don't keep it lasered in on that one spot. That's just me, though. Yeah, That's I, I, I do the same. 
I do the same, but uh, the main reason, so I'm kind of looking at the ground. The main reason I'm doing is uh, when I'm really completely relaxed and standing up, I have neck issue from motorcycle accident. So to have my eyes and the head kind of uh, up straight, it strains my neck. So that's one reason I am just, I decided to look down on the ground, just stay natural in my head. And then my vision is kind of blurred out, but just focusing on the auditorial sensation. So I'm waiting for the B. And then all I do is just backtrack to the holster with the hand, and my vision immediately goes to the next target uh, at the buzzer. Yeah. All right. And then let's check the next part here. How does this tie into visualization? And I think it's what you were saying, Matt, where we do our visualizations, you, you look to actions that you're going to do, like a door you need to open, a thing you need to shoot, and uh, you put your vision on on your task that you're meant to be completing at that moment. Is that, yeah, is that fair? Sense. Yeah. Yeah. Anything to add to that, Professor? No. 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 Fuck. That was very good. <laughs> well, this wasn't. I mean, this wasn't as lively like uh, about uh, about the rules discussion as I think a lot of people would think it would be, huh? Would you say you're kind of like be down in a sense on it like it's no nothing. i'm i'm at fuck these people i don't want anything to do with them like that's where i'm at like and i've been there for a couple years like i have no interest in going to uspsa nationals i don't want anything to do with i i don't give a fuck about it it's like whatever okay you do you um but i mean that being said it, it's not it, it's not an organization that is for people like me or you actually i saw a comment hold on it used to be used to be used to be not anymore um whatever things change you got to accept it um where should i i think it was anyway the the most interesting comments i saw was i think uh i think mason did mason get into this yeah mason got into it mason Mason was pretty all these people mason was Uh, very active er, like early on in this and he's been pretty active like talking and making a lot of sense of why it's not good Right. Um, but anyway, I saw I saw a lot of comments like, hey, this, this organization is not about the top 10 percent of shooters like you guys can go away and this won't matter. Like it'll still be here. And it's like, OK, yeah, no, fair enough. Like it's not it's not for the serious people. It's not for that. That's not what this is about for the people running it. It's this is a grift uh, for Foley. This is a grift for Troy. That's what this is. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. ob- obviously. And uh, I mean, we've we've tried to discern what's happening at the board level, but the the three of us sitting here, like I like, we can't understand how some of these decisions get made. You know what I mean? Like, like, like again, how I don't know how they got to. Hey, let's have magnets, because like I would be like, all you're doing is everybody's going to have to buy magnets now. That's all that's going to happen. And this isn't going to make anything better or different. It's just everybody has to buy a magnet. And this is coming from the guy selling the magnets. And yeah. I <laughs> the guy that sold out the first night. Yeah, it's like, within hours. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> whatever. It's like, okay. No, but I don't, I don't understand it. And uh, like beyond that, it's just they're keeping the grift going, and, and that's fine. Um, whatever. More power to them. Have fun. Jesus, I, I sound like an asshole, don't I? I don't think so. No, you don't think so, Mr. Kim? <laughs> yeah, like one of the things that's stated on that object and purposes, again, bylaws, 
it's it, the word athletes, like athletes to pre present the U.S. And this this is basically saying the organization, like it said, the, the whole thing is to set forth a system under the auspices of, of the corporation to, yeah, basically help athletes. And a lot of the times the word athlete over here, they think it as a participant or a hobbyist, which is a completely different thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, they, they, I mean, people like the, the, the serious guys, um, they, they generate a lot of the problems for the organization. I mean, in their view, like, cause like, since the people are more involved and more passionate, like those people kind of make a lot of noise to the, the board members and stuff. So, um, I think they don't so much like those people and they'd rather have a lot more casual participants, quite frankly. Mm -hmm. Um, which I guess if you're doing the calculus of who's going to pay their $3 or whatever, like, then that makes sense to them. Whatever. That's what it is. Uh, anything else to say, guys, or should we, should we sign this off? Uh, I think we're good. All right, listeners, if you have any questions, some things you want us to talk about, go to bensteger.com, send me your questions. Uh, we love talking about stuff. Yeah, we do.